0: Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am your host, Skits M. Jones, currently recording this podcast from bed under a mountain of blankets and a kitty. My co-host, Kobe, is here with us, so if you hear purring, meowing, scratching, wheezing, or probably butt-licking, that would be Kobe. Uh, she's a cutie let's kick off the episode as we always do with a look at what has happened recently and what is coming up uh first up last night november 12th i was at comedy cavalcade at phyllis's musical inn in chicago it was my second time doing this show um the first time i did it was back in september during a weird like september for for september it was a heat wave and uh, this time I did it in the middle of a random cold snap in November. So apparently comedy cavalcade and fucked up weather just go hand in hand when it comes to my life. Um, it was a, a, a wild show as always. Um, it's a, 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 a different kind of show. It's a, you know a, a bar where if you're getting any laughs, you are really pulling them from the room. You know? Um, and then after that, I went across the street to this, this joint called Max, where, uh, this dude, Tito, who I actually met at the September Comedy Cavalcade, runs an open mic. Uh, and I'm, when I say across the street, I mean like directly across the street, like just step out one door, across the street, walk in the next door, open mic. Uh, so I did that as well, um... It's, uh, yeah, comedy. Um, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll talk more about that in a second. Let's move on to what's coming up. Uh, first up, tomorrow, as of the recording of this, November 14th, Game of Microphones, I am back in the house for this one. Uh, the lineup includes Sophia Smarandescu, Ryan Webb, Patrick O'Hara, Alexis Knoll, Ahmad Sellers, and Tom Roble. With uh, Matt uh, Costelvi closing out. Uh, then the following week, November 21st, I will be at Flapjack Brewery in Berwyn uh, with Gina Palm, Ricky March, and host Mike Stricker. November 23rd, that's a Saturday, Uncouth will be joining Without Light and Dead Sun Rising at Metal Monkey Brewing in Romeoville. Uh, so I hope everyone will, will turn up for that one. You know, if you're one of my suburbs people and you've never seen the band, the band is playing in the suburbs, so come on out. Uh, then November 30th, I will be at Steph's Darling Parlor at Elbow Room, and it has been confirmed, Elbow Room is closing its doors, so this will be uh, the the last Steph's Darling Parlor at Elbow Room, and I'm excited to be part of it, it'll be kind of, you know, bittersweet, but it should be a good show, um, I I said I would, I would talk about the, the comedy thing, um, I know there's the weird, like, suburbs comedy thing versus city comedy thing, and then beyond that, there's, like, a Chicago versus New York versus LA thing, and here's the thing I've been noticing, at least in terms of Chicago versus the suburbs, Um, it's, it's all the same fucking thing, man. There's going to be regulars at different venues. There's going to be cliques of people who know each other because they see each other because they're working the same circuit. Uh, there's going to be rooms that are, uh, favorable and rooms that are unfavorable. There's going to be clubs proper and there's going to be weird bar shows. And I think, you know, all the, all the, one versus the other talk that there is is pretty fucking dumb because in my admittedly limited uh year and a half of experience thus far um it all it all seems like the same shit you know if you're at a mic in front of nothing but other comics uh you you're gonna have to really pull something out that that surprises or hits uh to get a laugh if you're in a room, you know, where it's predominantly crowd and not comics, uh, it's it's a different deal there as well. Um I don't know. It's last night was definitely a a work uh, to to pull some laughs. You know, I I've definitely uh, been somewhat spoiled with some of the venues that I, I've performed in, some of the the hot you know, crowds that I've gotten to, to get up in front of, um, last night was rougher, it, uh, it was neither my best sets, uh, nor, um, the, the happiest of rooms that I've been in front of, um, I, uh, after, after watching, you know, a, a handful of people perform to silence and or the sound of people just ignoring the performances and talking at the bar I just went up and fucking tried some shit uh at at uh, Phyllis's I I went up and I I did my meeting ice tea story um it's still a work in progress so you know it was a. Uh, oh Jesus Kobe um <laughs> so it, 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 I don't know if audio picked that up um but my cat just farted on me and fucking left so that's all my days going um i don't know speaking of all my days going how's everyone's seasonal depression treating them this surprise cold snap thing is really really fucking my world up like i i was i was ill prepared i had to buy a new winter coat for for the day job because all of my flamboyant fuzzy coats wouldn't really work for the, the, the job that I do, um, it's, uh, man, I fucking hate this weather, like, my skin is dry, and fucking chafed, because I have to throw layers on top of layers, you know, to, to go to work, so my, my shit's all fucking rubbed raw and dry, and you know, I, I work in, I work in coolers and, you know, now the outdoors is cold and, you know, so I, I have to go from, uh, I, I keep, I generally, I keep the cab of, of the vehicle cold colder. So I'm not going from like hot to cold, to hot, to cold, to hot, to cold. It's a fucking, it's a shit show. It's a fucking disaster. I hate it. My body hurts. My joints hurt fucking arthritis is, is hell, you know, my hands don't work as well as they do when it's warmer out, um, I don't know, I, I fucking, I fucking hate it, and, uh, I, part of me just wants to go in hibernation until the winter's fucking over, like, um, I don't know. I I hate this weather. I really do. I'm delighted cuz I get to wear all my all my coats and all my layers and all my my fun stuff. It, it I think if I didn't have to work outside in this shit during the day, it would probably be better. Um, you know, I I wouldn't mind it as much, but like oh, dude. I Monday, I didn't even make it to the open mic at Comedy Shrine. Uh, so I didn't, I didn't get to scout for Game of Mics, which, you know, bummer, whatever. Um, because the, the snow had just happened. Uh, the roads were shit. No one knew how to drive. Not a single sidewalk was shoveled. And so I, I was at work until like 1130 Monday night. And I started, so I started work at 10 work wasn't ready for me cuz it was just a day so then i went home and watched a little tv caught up on mr robot went back to work started work at 1 worked till fucking 11:30 it was just it was a fucking shit show and everything hurt and i was just fed up and frustrated and I really cannot wait until I don't have to do the day job anymore. I really, like I, I, I saw a a show recently, um, Stephanie Carroll, shout out to Stephanie Carroll and, and everyone who was involved in her, in her show too much. It was a, a massive undertaking and, uh, you know, that there was a lot of, uh, moving parts and it was a whole big thing. um, and uh you know so shout out to to stephanie for that um uh, one of the things that kind of uh kind of hit me a little bit during the the show one of the one of the songs stephanie is a musical comic and one of the one of the songs there's a line or, or something or maybe it was during an interlude between songs i'll remember there was there was a crack about how uh none of us are doing this for the money you know the the, the comedy thing and um untrue uh if i'm being totally honest i i'm not i'm not doing this for the money in 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 such a fashion but like i want to get paid i want to get paid enough that i can do this and not have to worry about a day job even if it's not just this like the 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 stand-up comedy thing like just performing in general I don't want my day job anymore, I hate it, um, I mean, they're great to me, like, I don't want gift horse in the mouth or whatever, fuck it, but I hate my day job, and I don't want to do it anymore, and unfortunately, I've, I've yet to find a day job that is more accommodating while still paying at the level that mine currently pays, um, because I make decent money, uh, I'm I'm not mad at the, the money I make doing my job. But I just don't want to do my job anymore. Um, so I, I really am, you know, I, I have a plan. There are things in the works. Uh, I'm just waiting for a, a couple of things to fall into place. And I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx anything. But rest assured, like, this podcast is not the extent of what my uh, digital output is going to be. Um, and you know, rest assured that the, the, the up that I'm currently doing and currently involved in, not the extent of what I want to be doing. There are things that, that I have in mind, <coughs> excuse me, and plans that I, that I have in place and, and feelers that I have out in the world. I, within the next year, don't want to have to work a full-time job. That is my goal. By this time next year, I do not want to be working uh, a full-time job. Granted, uh, by this time next year, we will be... I don't know what's election day in 2020. I know it's in November. I don't know exactly what day of the, what, what the, what the exact date is. Um, but hey, by this time next year, maybe we'll be in the midst of a civil war, so I won't have to worry about it anyway. Trump's being impeached. That's a thing that's happening. I... Oh, goddamn, I, I hope this motherfucker goes to prison for fucking ever, he's not going to, I, I know he's not, um, man, this shit's gonna get worse before it gets better, you know, it really is, huh, you know what, anything else that I say today is just gonna be more of me talking about depression and being morose and shit like that so let's just move on to music because i'm still keeping it in the in the the depressive fucking mode for music but uh, i'm gonna tell you about some good songs anyway so music recommendations uh the first track that i'm going to recommend is uh it's from the band evelyn evelyn And it's their 2007 cover of Joy Division's 1980 song, Love Will Tear Us Apart. And I know we talked about Joy Division in a a previous episode. Um, This cover by the group Evelyn Evelyn, which is uh, two people. It's Amanda Palmer of Dresden Dolls fame and Jason Webley. And Evelyn Evelyn is uh, Palmer and Webley portraying conjoined twins um so back in the myspace days uh palmer and webley created the personas of the twins eva and lynn neville uh who were conjoined twins who became musicians writing songs about their experiences living and working in the circus and whatnot uh and their intertwined lives resulted in them calling themselves Evelyn Evelyn as opposed to Eva and Lynn as they grew to feel like one entity as opposed to two separate individuals um and uh in in uh the Myspace narrative Palmer and Webley discovered the twins and helped them produce and release their music uh which you know resulted in the eventual self-titled album uh which was released in 2010 following uh like an EP that was released in in 2007 um and the the self-titled album detailed the story of the twins lives up to that point uh there were narrative interludes between songs that fleshed out the story plus just a number of of you know catchy tunes um, the album was also notable for the track, MySpace, Space, uh, which was a play on both the desire for uh, individual space for each of the twins, as well as a, a play on the platform on which the, the, the quote unquote twins were discovered. Uh, the gimmick for the track, MySpace being that there was a crowdsourced vocal part that featured uh, contributions from fans, as well as from fellow performers. Notably, uh, Kim and Zoe, uh, Boakbinder, um, Margaret Cho, Francis Bean Cobain, uh, Neil Gaiman, Eugene Merman, Tegan and Sarah, uh, vocalist for Mindless Self Indulgence, Jimmy Urine, Andrew W.K., uh, My Chemical Romance vocalist, Gerard Way, and Weird Al Yankovic. Um, and the, the, media, the news outlets, whatnot, kind of touted it as the recording debut of Frances Bean Cobain, who is the daughter of Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love. Uh, But to pick her vocal out of the crowd would be like, nigh impossible. Um, And even, you know, uh, Amanda Palmer herself was like, yeah, they, they took that and fucking ran with it. And, you know, anyone looking for featuring Francis Bean Cobain was going to be very disappointed because that's not really what it was. That's not what it was, not what it was about. Um but anyway, when Evelyn Evelyn went out on tour, uh Palmer and Webley performed in character in matching Bob Wiggs. Uh a dress uh that that you know had them conjoined um with uh Palmer using her right arm and Webley using his left arm Uh, And they would uh, each use their free arm to play uh, ukulele, um, among other instruments. And the coordination between the two and the interplay uh, kind of became a a source of humor for the show. Um, And I chose this song uh, because there's something extra bittersweet about a a sad ukulele cover. um, And the the dual voices of, of Palmer and Webley playing off each other on a track that was already pretty sad to begin with you know cuz th- this was the last single that Joy Division recorded before Ian Curtis uh committed suicide and so um it's a uh it's a sad song it also takes on an extra layer of sadness with uh you know the idea of the the twins you know who have spent most of the album talking about their lives being so you know together that they're only recognized as one entity while also wanting space apart from each other, ending with the song with the title "Love Will Tear Us Apart" uh, is, is is very fitting. Um, so yeah, that whole album is is wild. It's a you know, like I said, it's a, a narrative concept album. Um, and if you're if you're an Amanda Palmer fan, you know whether her solo work or her work with Dresden Dolls. Uh, worth checking out if you haven't already. Also, apparently Dresden Dolls are reuniting in 2020 and doing new music and probably a tour, and I'm stoked for that. As I've seen Amanda Palmer live, I've seen Evelyn Evelyn live, but I've never seen Dresden Dolls and hopefully that'll be able to be fixed uh in the new year. Um moving on to uh the next song that I'm recommending uh, it's another, uh, 2000s cover of an 80s song. It's, uh, Michael Andrews and Gary Jewell's 2001 cover of the Tears for Fears song from 1982, Mad World. Uh, this cover was fucking massive in 2001. It was recorded for the movie Donnie Darko, which features, um, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, um, in, in the, in the title role, uh, Jenna Malone is also in it, Maggie Gyllenhaal is in it, um, oh god, Drew Barrymore is in it, uh, I wanna say Patrick Swayze is in it, it's been a while since I've watched it, I, I know that back in 2001, every, like, edgy, angsty, fucking young individual was all up their ass over this movie, um, it floundered in theaters. Like it, it, it totally shit the bed in theaters, but it blew up on home video, you know, especially as there was a director's cut that was released that, you know, extended the narrative and fleshed some things out as well. And I know how big this video became because I was working at Blockbuster, uh, at the time, not to date myself too badly. Um, but anyway, the, the cover was so massive that to go back and listen to the original, by, by Tears for Fears is fucking weird. Uh, because the original is an upbeat, dancey track that was, uh, written by Tears for Fears with the sound of Duran Duran's Girls on Film in mind. Uh, but this stripped down, slowed down take by Andrews and Jules, uh, makes it a, a, a real sad fucking song. And it, it took it to a very different space. So now when the track is covered by other artists, They tend to cover it in the style of Andrews and Jules, as opposed to the the Tears for Fears original version. Um, And in fact, uh, there's a a cover of this by Dresden Dolls, uh, featuring Trash McSweeney of the band The Red Paintings, uh, that was done for Dresden Dolls' uh, concert video, Live at the Roundhouse in 2007, um, which is a a great concert uh, video, if you've never seen it. Um, so yeah, there you go. There's your song recommendations. Let's move on to the, the final, uh, block of the podcast, which is the tarot pull. And in this episode, I am pulling from the lovely Omens tarot deck by Keeley L. And the card that I've pulled is the High Priestess. Um, the, the High Priestess is a card about stillness and passivity and you know like self-exploration and betterment and engaging one's own power in a calm inwardly directed kind of way uh right now not a time for big action but instead a time for introspection um it's a perfect card for the harsh winter months given that we all kind of want to hibernate anyway right like i said i'm recording this under a pile of blankets um this card wants you to be good for the next thing to come. But in order to do that, right now you need to conserve yourself. And, you know, it's, it's the time to do nothing. Uh, you know, focus on yourself. Look at, you know, what, what your deal is. Look in and, uh, you know, in, engage with your, with your inner workings. But don't worry about doing a whole bunch right now because it's, it's not the time. It's not the time right now. Right now, make sure that when you do something, you are going to be operating at full strength. So there you go. That is the high priestess telling you to sit back and chill the fuck out for a bit, which is probably some advice that I could stand to take on myself. Um, so yeah, there you go. There is, uh, there is the podcast for the day. Uh, sit around and do nothing. Oh, except for one thing. One thing, uh, that I always ask you to do at the end of every episode. And that is keep that trash fire burning.